morning, everybody. Hope you're having a good day so far. And uh, let's jump in this morning to the 80th Psalm, Psalm 80. Uh, working our way right through this great book. And we're going to look at a very appropriate psalm, very timely psalm. Uh, that is a prayer for revival uh, in this psalm. And so we're going to look at a little bit of uh, the background uh, here for the psalm. Uh, again, uh, the psalm, uh, you'll notice, says that it's a psalm of Asaph. Uh, one of the things that um, we are relatively sure of is that some of the psalms that carry uh, the name Psalm of Asaph were not actually penned uh, by Asaph. Uh, they um, were written uh, probably by his descendants um, and then given his name um, that uh, his sons wrote uh, the psalms. And this is one that most likely um, was not written by Asaph just because uh, the timing of what, where, again, where we believe uh, the timing of the psalm to be uh, was after uh, his death. Uh, and so uh, there is um, some strange background. You have to kind of pay close attention or you'll be uh, confused here. Um, and uh, you may you may know this, you may not, but um, during Solomon's reign, uh, the nation of Israel uh, was in one one nation. But uh, not long uh, after Solomon died, uh, the nation split and divided into two kingdoms. Um, and there were ten uh, tribes that. Uh, were the northern tribes, and they separated out, and they became known as, they continue to be known, I guess you'd say, as um, Israel. And then the other two tribes, the tribes of Judah and Benjamin, became uh, the southern kingdom known as Judah. Uh, and so you may see the name Judah uh, in Scripture sometimes. That's the southern half of uh, the kingdom. And uh, the southern kingdom had, uh, they became, they were taken captive by Babylon uh, in 586 BC. Uh, and they are, uh, Psalm 79 was written uh, about, uh, about their situation. Uh, Psalm 80 is written about the northern kingdom uh, of Israel. Uh, who about 130 or so years before uh, the, the northern kingdom was taken into captivity. Uh, again, that would be, what, about 710 or so B.C. Uh, that the northern kingdom was uh, taken captive uh, by the nation of Assyria. Uh, and so Psalm 80 is written uh, by about the northern kingdom, uh, and uh, again, this um, issue uh, of the Assyrian uh, invasion uh, when the Assyrians came in and took uh, the the people uh, of Israel uh, into captivity, um, and uh, that is most likely uh, the context of uh, this psalm. Although, to be fair. 
we are we're not completely sure because it doesn't say um, but um, it does seem to fit uh, that uh, that time frame so we're going to get in here uh, into uh, this psalm again that is a uh, a, a prayer uh, for uh, revival um, and we um, will look at this psalm and uh, again, very appropriate um, as we look at this psalm uh, today, and we'll see uh, some of the steps of praying, some of the uh, what, how the the process uh, to follow when God's people uh, need revival. And when we say revival, we're not talking about what most churches we put a sign out front and have three or four days of uh, special services and call that revival. Uh, that's a revival meeting. That's not necessarily revival. Uh, revival is when we are revived, when we are, when our hearts uh, are stirred up, when we are, uh, when we repent uh, of uh, our sin and our life has changed, uh, and and we're recommitted to serving God. That uh, is revival. So what are the steps he leads here that he, that he describes for us? Um, again, we see a, a common uh, pattern, as we've seen in many Psalms. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, that uh, thou that leadest Joseph like a flock, thou that dwellest between the cherubim, shine forth. Uh, and so he begins simply by calling on God uh, for revival. Uh, and we've talked about this uh, issue of calling on God being uh, one of the first things uh, mentioned in many Psalms, but uh, I think it's extremely important here because uh, we have um, deceived ourselves uh, into believing, again, that revival is uh, a series of meetings, uh, that some way we can um, humanly conjure up revival. We just need to try harder. We need to sing louder, preach longer, um, go to church more, um, you know, read our Bible more, pray more, something, uh, that it's some kind of human uh, activity that brings about revival. Uh, and I think this opening verse just uh, fires a shot right across uh, the bow of that ship telling us that uh, revival uh, comes from uh, from God. And so he calls out uh, here on the Lord uh, to bring about revival um, that uh, they needed uh, they, they needed to uh, God to, to step in that he uh, says y'all you lead uh, Joseph like a flock. Uh, they needed the, the guidance and the leadership uh, of, uh, of, uh, of the Lord. Uh, just this morning, I was talking to someone, and they were going through some issues, and they said, well, how do you think I should pray? And I said, well, very simple. You should pray for leadership, um, you know, that God would guide you. And that's what uh, this prayer is. He begins by saying, God, you guide us. Uh, you lead us uh, because you care for us. You love us. Uh, we are your flock. Uh, we are your sheep. Um, you, you have uh, brought us up, you have brought us here, um, and you lead us. Um, and, and so we are, you know, you are our shepherd. Uh, and so because you love us, uh, we're calling on you and begging you uh, to, to lead us and to guide us uh, into 
uh, a place of revival. And uh, we can pray that same prayer. We know, uh, again, that God loves us for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. We know we're loved by God. Uh, and so we can call on that love that God would uh, bring uh, revival, bring leadership, bring guidance uh, to his people, to uh, his uh, church. And so uh, we learn here, I think, that our, our first and really only um, source, our only line of defense uh, is God himself. Uh, and he goes on, see thou that dwellest between the cherubim, shine forth uh, before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh, stir up thy strength and come and save us. Uh, and so uh, he points out here, he says, you dwell between the cherubims. Uh, and so he's praising God for his presence uh, with, uh, with God's people. Uh, but he asked him, he says, now stir up uh, your people, stir up your power uh, and save uh, your people. Uh, and so he, again, he's uh, calling on God that, uh, you know, these are your people. Uh, and so, uh, again, the northern kingdom, um, at, like we've talked about, we talked about in the 79th Psalm, the reason they were in this situation, the reason they were in this predicament uh, was the discipline of God, uh, the judgment of God on them for being uh, unfaithful um, and that, um, that he had uh, brought uh, judgment on them because uh, of uh, their actions. Uh, and so now the psalmist is praying that God would uh, would forgive, God would cleanse, and God would bring about uh, revival. And I think it's extremely easy to see a, a parallel of how uh, we pray, uh, should pray, uh, in the church today. Uh, certainly there's, there's no doubt that uh, we need revival. I don't think anybody would question that truth, that we need revival uh, in the church of Jesus Christ today. And the reason we need revival uh, is because we have been, uh, generally speaking, we have been unfaithful uh, to the Lord um, as, uh, as a people. And because of that, God, I believe God is bringing judgment and discipline uh, on his people and, uh, and on uh, the church. Uh, and so we need uh, to be uh, on our hands and knees. We need to be praying uh, for God to, to intervene, um, for God to, uh, because he loves us, because we're his people, restore uh, the church, restore her to her power, restore her uh, glory, that uh, his name uh, would be magnified. Uh, and so I would challenge you to begin to make a, uh, a, a regular uh, practice uh, of praying uh, a prayer similar to the psalmist here. Uh, God, we need revival. We know you love us. We know we, we know you died for your church, uh, but God, we need revival. We need repentance. Uh, we need power uh, in our church. And we need to, uh, I would encourage you and challenge you uh, to pray that prayer, to pray that for your pastors, um, whoever that may be. 
that God would uh, ignite a fire in them and uh, draw them closer so that it fills uh, the pulpit into the church, uh, that we would see the power of God manifest uh, in our churches uh, and see the power of God uh, being displayed uh, to a lost and dying world. I hope you'll think about that as you pray. hope you'll think about that today and uh, challenge you uh, just to begin praying earnestly for revival, uh, not just a passing phrase, Lord, send revival, but to pray and cry out uh, for revival. All right, have a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.